0: Hey guys, welcome to Rihanna's Lens, where I interact with you about the components in the STEM field and introduce you to fascinating people who passionately inhabit the scientific and technical frontiers of our society. My name is Rihanna Malhotra and I'm absolutely elated to share this podcast with all of you. On this episode, I'm joined by a guest who's a Mechanical Engineering student at Columbia University. She's also actively interested in humanitarian engineering and is encouraging more people to join the STEM fields. I'm so glad to welcome and introduce Sanjana Subramanian. Thank you so much for coming on. I can't wait to begin our discussion
1: yeah for sure i'm so excited to be here i've heard your other episodes and they're always so good so it's an honor
0: yeah i'm so excited to talk to you and get to know more about the fields that you're interested in so let's just get straight to it um i was wondering what exactly is it that motivated you to get into mechanical engineering
1: so engineering for me i really realized i loved it um doing the science fair in high school My freshman year science fair project was building a better refugee shelter. It asked me to develop my woodworking skills. I had to think about problem solving, about the humanitarian aspects, and I fell in love with that project. I redid it my senior year of high school, and I'm still working on the same project now. But honestly, I can pin it down to a moment. It was my sophomore year of high school. I was at the International Science Fair in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and I was presenting a project about communication during disaster relief. And I basically made a hotspot system that was balloon mounted, and it made it so that during disaster relief, the people affected could send out one-way ping saying, hey, this is my location. I need water. I need refrigeration for medicines. I need food, et cetera. And I remember sitting in this huge conference room. There was 2000 other finalists with me. There were even more observers and volunteers. And I realized this is a community I always want to be in. I love these people. They're so passionate. And I want to be with these people forever.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And um, it's great that you're um, helping people along with your skills of engineering. And it really shows that there's more humanity to uh, people than they're really like, like in the coming times, there's more humanity is being showcased. And when you're putting um, mixing engineering with that humanitarian work, it really showcases how much you like to give back to the uh, society. So uh, speaking of which, um, you're also interested in um helping others and humanitarian engineering so uh, what exactly is it that you have done under that and what does it entail
1: right so humanitarian engineering is a field of engineering where you address social challenges with design rather than with policy implementations while policy is so important and it's really the only thing that can create lasting change with social challenges before those policy implementations are made, people still need places to live. They need um, resources that will give them access to education. They need communication resources, things like that. And that's where design comes in. Before policy changes can be made, before government institutions can be created to act as watchdogs, you can use design to give people basic access. And I've always thought that was so cool. Um, I've always watched the news and thought like, how do you solve this with design? So when I realized humanitarian engineering was a thing, I was like all over it. And recently I told you about my refugee shelter project. That was kind of my first foray into humanitarian engineering. It's a project I'm still working on. How do you develop a refugee shelter that does not hold Western design values above all else? Um, How do you make it so that it can be assembled by people who don't speak English? How do you make it affordable, easy to transport and easy to repair? So that's something that I'm very passionate about. And then this summer I also did an internship at a startup in Washington DC called Peace Tech Lab. They do really great work. Um, One of my favorite projects they've ever done was the COVID-19 Violence Tracker. They use data analysis to track COVID-related violence globally. So this could be domestic violence. It could be violence against um, police, bi- violence by police, um, lockdown-based violence, et cetera. So those are kind of the two things that I really have been doing lately related to that.
0: Yeah, that really sounds uh, extremely fascinating and You're exploring all these fields and areas of work under humanitarian engineering, which I think is so cool. And uh, I was also wondering, what was your educational journey that got you here and developed an interest in engineering as a whole?
1: Yeah, um, that's a really good question. I went to public high school, public middle school, public elementary school in Frederick, Maryland. I went to Urbana High School. And so it was honestly nothing special or fantastic school-wise. It was a great school, but, you know, it was public school. And my parents really, I think, got me so into engineering. They are both engineers. My mom is from New Delhi. My dad is from Hyderabad, but they both moved to the United States when they were 26. And they really instilled values within me that Prioritize my education. Um, they pushed me to explore every field. When the science fair was advertised, they had me doing it when I was five, six years old. And they always really supported my ambition. They never told me, You don't have the education to do this kind of project. You don't have the skill set. Um, they would always just say, How can you make this idea better? How can you make this project more complicated? And that led me to teaching myself a lot of STEM-related skills. And by the time college applications came around, I knew I wanted to go to Columbia because they have a really great engineering for humanity program. And I love a lot of their professors. And I already had the stories to tell in my applications. You know, I I was, I've basically been doing engineering my whole life. I might not have realized it until. I was 16, 17, but I've kind of always been around it.
0: So it seems like your parents instilled a logical thinking, which is so important for STEM fields. And um, you also spoke about the science fair. So uh, were there any other fields when you were younger that you were driven towards other than engineering?
1: Yeah, actually. um, I remember my third grade teacher told me that she thought I was either going to be the president of the United States or a really great author because I loved public speaking. I loved writing. um, And I always have loved writing. I write articles now. um, I write a lot of poetry, but recently I've been struggling with reconciling that with engineering. It can sometimes be nerve wracking to have hobbies and interests that are not something that you're always told you're good at. I hear a lot of the times, you're so good at STEM, you're so good at engineering, but I don't publish my writing often. I definitely don't publish poetry often. So it's difficult for me to, I guess, address it as something that I do when I don't already get praise for it, which is a little selfish. It's a little um, insecurity I have, but I'm definitely working on it and knowing that you can be multiple things.
0: Yeah, but I think it's a a really good thing to have a hobby other than um, like engineering or the field that you're focusing upon. Like it can be poetry or writing books. And I really think you should put it out there and showcase it to the world and to let them see that, oh, instead of being uh, just a STEM learner or uh, a part of building something interesting in engineering, you can also uh, show your creative side and write poetry or books.
1: Right, exactly. Yeah. And music is another huge thing. I've been playing music my entire life and it's so related to engineering, honestly. The way you think about notes and scales and chords is so logical. And having that mindset with engineering, knowing how you take little things and you can put them together and make a full machine or a full song, it's so similar. And it has made my engineering skills so much better.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, um, Since you're uh, like interested in the humanitarian engineering field, so uh, what is the most rewarding aspect of being a part of this field?
1: Honestly, it's knowing that it's meeting other people like me who are interested in the same work. Knowing that it's a global community of people who are all really seeking to help each other And it's a field of engineering where collaboration is so necessary and so encouraged. So you don't feel like you're innovating because of capitalism or because of competition. You're innovating because you believe in a better future and you believe in helping people. And that is so rewarding to to be sitting at a desk and have this idea and then, you know, blueprint it, draw schematics and realize like this is something that can really help a lot of people
0: yeah completely just thinking about the um, benefits that building uh, that engineers build and uh, they create things to at the end we're using everything that the engineers are making for us so it's at the end it's helping each and every one of us so I think right like you said that That must be the most rewarding aspect knowing that what you made is actually getting used and it's helping everyone around you and especially humanitarian engineering like um, I think that aspect of engineering is used to better um, to better the environment for people and make it easier right so. I really think that that's a really good field to get into and so that you know that it's really helping people all around you as a society.
1: Right, exactly.
0: And um, since you're also interested in the STEM fields, why do you think more people should join these fields and why do you think there should be more diversity?
1: Well, I think the importance of diversity lies not just in diversity itself and equal opportunity, but also when you have people of varied backgrounds coming together, the ideas will always be better. If if I'm just working on a project alone, it's going to be biased by my experiences, by honestly what I like building. It's not always gonna be what needs to be built, but what do, what do I want to build? But when you're working on a team that is diverse, you get to hear so many viewpoints of here's one way we can create the solution here's a different way we can create the solution here's an accessibility issue we're forgetting about and working on a team like that will always be so much more valuable
0: yeah absolutely when interacting with people from all across the globe so uh, maybe they've done something that you have not and when you all brainstorm on one idea together, so maybe that one activity that the other person has done, which you haven't, they can really imply, and it helps so that uh, project, they can really imply that learning into the project. So I think um, bringing your authentic self from people all around the globe is the most important thing that anyone could bring on the table. And- uh, Yeah and so that's why I think diversity is so important and I don't think we're still, I don't think we're there at the level that we should be, um, even speaking in terms of gender. So um, especially the engineering field, it's, I think it's a more male-based field, right? A hundred percent, yes. So uh, speaking of which, were there any challenges you faced being a part of mechanical engineering?
1: Um, definitely the gender disparity. In my first semester at college, it was completely online and I didn't really have a community of people who could support me when I was struggling in class or if I didn't get a contact. So instead of being able to collaborate on my assignments, I was just pushing through them alone. And I was noticing there's so many boys in my classes. I don't know any of them. And they don't, their experience is just so, so different. I have a, most of my friends are guys, partially because I am in engineering, but they don't always understand why I can feel especially isolated. They will say things like, oh, but you're so smart, like you're doing great in this class, but that doesn't really take the feeling of isolation away. It still is like, oh, but if I were just average in this class, it would be, I wouldn't be getting the same opportunities that like an average guy in the class would be getting. And it's hard to explain that or point that out explicitly, but you feel it and you can see the conversations happening that you're not a part of unless you're at your like 150% all the time.
0: Yeah, definitely. And that's something I think um, we all have to work on. I mean, it's the 21st century and we're still not at the level of gender equality where we're supposed to be. And um, it's something that we're constantly working on. And I hope someday we reach that um, level that everyone aspires to be at.
1: Exactly, right.
0: Lastly, is there any other advice that you would like to give to anyone wanting to join the same field as yours?
1: Yeah, I would say it's never too early to start if you believe you don't have the skills that you need to do a project just start the project first and worry about the skills later the internet is such a valuable resource you can learn pretty much anything on there but also your instincts about building about creating will usually lead you where you want to go and there's always a community that will support you whether it's a virtual community whether it's just your friends and family and That is so valuable. If you seek that out, you can basically do whatever you need as long as you have the support.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's it for today. Thank you so much, Sanjana, for coming on my podcast. I had a great time interacting with you and getting to know your insights. To let all of you know, this podcast is now available on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Casts, and Anchor.